Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Live Casino Hotel Philadelphia. It is finally game week. Eagles at the Lions on Sunday. We've got two special guests. Brandon Graham, his first game back after tearing his Achilles last year, hometown of Detroit. How special is that? And also, a star from Philadelphia, South Philadelphia. Grew up in a small room in South Philly near the stadiums. He is the biggest Philadelphia sports fans. You know him well. Rob McElhenney, of course. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. They're in their 15th season, and he's got a new project. He talks about his Eagles fandom. Enjoy the conversation. Morning, Rob. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Doing well. You in L.A. or Philly, or where are you? I'm in the city of New York. Oh, nice. Okay. Good morning, America. We're doing Colbert. And I just met somebody that I have to say was um, a little bit frustrating because it turns out he was a really nice guy. Um, But I just did this guy's show. Oh, nice. And that's uh, a little devastating because I wanted to hate him, but you just kind of can't. And he never really beat the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles always beat them in the playoffs. That's true. Yeah. Then again, he, he does have more Super Bowls than we do, but. Ouch. <laughs> maybe, this, maybe this year. Yeah, and you've got a great new show. It's really awesome to watch. Welcome to Wrexham. You bought a football club in the United Kingdom. We're going to get into that in a second, but it is game week for your Eagles. So I just want to get a prediction from you. What is your feeling about this year? Super Bowl. Every year. I don't I never I never understand why you would uh, any assume anything anything lower than complete victory. I think we got a, a, a strong side this year and um I, I, I like our chances. Is it your best feeling since Super Bowl year? God, I mean, I feel like Jalen's ready. Um he 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 showed signs of brilliance last year. And I think it's just about getting that consistency and, and he's had a, a full year and I, I know. Uh, just in talking to um, Jeff Lurie, that that he feels really confident, and uh, and I'm I'm pumped. I like how you dropped that in there from talking to Jeff Lurie. So for this welcome to Wrexham show, you bought a football team with Ryan Reynolds. How much advice did you get from Jeff Lurie about being an owner of a sports team? Quite a bit, um, quite a bit. I spent a, a good amount of time talking talking to Jeff just because I don't know that many people who own. Um, major sports clubs. So I had a lot of questions just in terms of how he approaches things. I I knew that I didn't want to do it the way Jerry Jones does it. I wanted to find somebody who um, stays out of the locker room and stays out of a lot of the personnel decisions because we don't know enough about football to make any of those kinds of decisions. And and, uh, Jeff Lurie just seemed like the the right kind of guy. And I'll tell you what, it's interesting because we saw how you celebrated the Eagles' first Super Bowl. We saw you at the parade. How much did that influence you in buying this club for the Wrexham fans? Yeah, I mean, I I, I truly believe that the Eagles winning the Super Bowl was one of the top five days of my life because 
I got to celebrate it with an entire community of people uh, who cared so desperately about about them winning. Um, and we'll never forget it. It'll it'll be a, a time that I I'll think about and talk about with my friends and, and family until the day that I die. And I know that that we can create something like that at Wrexham. And I think that anybody that's been seeing the show recognizes they see themselves, and that and that's really what what drew me to Wrexham. I I recognize the people of Wrexham because they are exactly like the people of Philadelphia. It's a working class town. It's a blue collar town. They work hard for everything that they have, and uh, they love their club. So when you went to the parade, you've heard the stories. Older people said, I can die now. You saw uh, people burying the ashes of their loved ones after the Super Bowl. What is your biggest Super Bowl memory or your biggest connection? Um, yeah, it was it was really I, I got uh, I had the privilege of, of going to the to the event and to the Super Bowl. And I was able to bring about 15 of my friends that I grew up with. And so just just that to be fortunate enough to be able to do that because of my connection with um, with the, the studio and the network um, was just really amazing and, and something that I don't take for granted and something I, I recognize that I, I'm really fortunate enough to have, have developed those relationships uh, over the years, not just with the people that were uh, that facilitated me getting there, but the people who I grew up with who made it so special. So the connection between Philadelphia fans waiting 50 some years for their first Super Bowl and Wrexham, third oldest soccer club, how much are you connected to them now and want to help them and, and win? Yeah, I mean, that's that's all we feel is like every every time we go over there and I walk around that community, it feels like South Philadelphia to me. It truly, truly does. And so I really want and hope for uh, the people of Philadelphia, the, really the people all, all, all over the U.S. who love a great underdog story to, to check it out. And we're finding, I mean, it's a big hit for, for FX and Hulu right now. And, and I think the reason is because people are really identify with the story. Ryan Reynolds obviously has a say in the ownership with you. So how did you get in the midnight green Wrexham jersey? He was actually really easy to uh, to uh, convince. It, it didn't take much. Um, we knew that we wanted, I mean, my connection with the Eagles is, is going back for, you know, 40 years. And, uh, and I wanted to bring along something. And so uh, our away jerseys for this past season were, uh, were Eagles green. <laughs> you seeing an uptick in sales in the Philadelphia area for these Wrexham jerseys? We're, our entire store is completely sold out. And we, we really, knowing that the documentary was coming out, um, we stocked the store quite heavily. Um, we did not expect... We, we knew people would like the show, but we did not expect the numbers that we saw. Um, and so we weren't really re ready for it. So right now everything's on back order, but I promise we are, we're, we're churning out the gear as quickly as we can. I love how authentic the show is. And I love that you showed us a picture of, of Eli Manning. So is there anybody celebrity or a friend or anybody that you've had such a rivalry with because of your love for a certain sports team? Yeah, I mean, I have so many friends um, who are who are cowboy fans, and it's just so perplexing because they seem like such nice people. They seem like such wonderful people, and yet they they love the Death Star. They love this evil thing that exists somewhere out there. And and uh, I'm just I just take a lot of pleasure in knowing that they haven't won a Super Bowl in 30 years. Oh, I love that dig there. How about Jason Peters going to play for the Cowboys? How weird is that going to be? I couldn't believe that. I mean, I was on the plane last last night, and I it, and I signed into the Wi-Fi, and I thought that the Wi-Fi on the plane was broken. I I couldn't believe it. I I it's it's going to be really. I'm look. I'm happy for him, of course. Um, 
he's earned any payday that he gets for the rest of his life. So um, I'll be sad to see him in a, in a, in a Cowboys uniform, but I'm happy for him. If that's what he, if that's how he wants to end his career, go get it. With you being an owner now, how fascinating is it to put a roster together and decide between players? And then when you compare that to what Howie Roseman did this off season, I mean, what's your favorite addition? Yeah. I mean, wow. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, just before we were, we were talking, I was just reading um, some stuff that he, he had put out talking about, talking about um, Rager, who I actually really liked as, as an idea, but passing on Jefferson was, a, that was, a, that was a tough call and, and how he takes full responsibility. He said, and he explains, I, I, I believed it was the right fit for the club at the time, even though Jefferson was clearly the better player. And, and I think that having taken responsibility for that is part of the gig. You, you know, you, you have to, again, we don't make any player decisions because we don't know anything about football, but we hire the, the right people to do so. But you really are just seeing what works. You, you never really know. And, and what I always remind my friends who complain about whatever move Howie might make or Mr. Laurie might make, they brought us the Super Bowl and, and Howie built that team. And I believe he can do it again. We've seen sometimes where Mike Trout, his work gets in the way of his Eagles fandom where he's asking his buddy from the, from the suite to like relay the scores of the game while he's playing in the outfield. Is there any time where you have people relaying stuff to you when your work gets in the uh, way? I'll tell you what, I have a, a, a bit of a conundrum coming up. So I'm coming to Philly in two weeks um, to do a live version of our podcast for Sonny at the Met. And we had scheduled this, uh, like eight months ago before the NFL schedule had come out. And it turns out we're doing it Sunday night and Monday night. And the Monday night is at eight o'clock and it is the exact time of the home opener, um, uh, uh, the Eagles home opener this year. So it's going to be a Monday night game and I'm going to be missing it live. However, recognizing that everybody in that audience is going to care, we're going to get live <laughs> updates throughout the podcast. That's amazing. I still get surprised that people try to get married when an Eagles game is going on. Um, is it true you and your wife were at a Phillies game and she went into labor? That's right. That's exactly what happened. We were, we were at the first inning of a, of a Phillies Dodgers game. We were in at the Dodgers game and, uh, and she started going into labor and actually her water broke um, in the, in the box. And she, uh, she said, look, I want to stay here for a little bit longer because I know it's going to be a long labor and I might as well have something to distract me. So we, we, we've stayed until the end of the game and then, um, and then left and went home and had, had our first son. And he just turned, this is crazy. He just turned 12, uh, two days ago. So this is uh, 12 years, 12 years, almost to the day that that happened. Wow. That's when the Phillies were actually making the playoffs, uh, back then. How much are you like, pleading with the Phillies to actually make the playoffs for the first time in a decade. Well, I mean, it looked really good there for a while, didn't it? I mean, the, yeah. that, that, that giants, that giants run was, was tough, but, but look, I, I still believe, I think, I think we got to pull out the next few series. Um, they obviously, it, 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 they have their destiny in, uh, in their hands. So let's, let's go Phils. And this is a fantastic show and, and docu series that you've done here. Welcome to Wrexham on FX. Uh, and Chase Utley is moving over to England. Is he going to somehow be involved? So uh, we were just in Wales two weeks ago, and Chase and Jen and their two kids came to the game. Well, 
sorry, they came to Wales. We played golf. Uh, I played golf with him the day before the game. And the next morning I get a text from him saying, I got COVID. <laughs> no. So Jen and the boys came to the game. Uh, and I, luckily I, I, I was with him all day long and luckily I tested, and he, he was fine. Uh, he had a little bit of a fever, but we, he wouldn't, he couldn't take the chance. So we all went to the game without him. And uh, so he had to follow along on the radio. <laughs> I thought Chase was invincible, that nothing could get him. I'll say this. He, he got COVID. And then I saw him later that next night. And I said, how do you feel? And he said, ah, I got like a body ache. The next day after that, uh, I saw him again and he was fine. So I don't, I wouldn't say he's invincible, but he's pretty much inhuman. <laughs> Who's the nicest Eagle you've ever met? Man, Kelsey's up there. I'd say he's not only that one of the nicest, he's also just one of the most fun, which I, I think comes as a surprise to no one. Um, he's a blast. He's an absolute blast. Um, John Runyon is a really, really sweet guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, over the years, I've met a, a, a lot of the players. McNabb, McNabb was fantastic. Even T.O. See, T.O. gets a bad, a bad rap, but that was only publicly. Privately, he's the, one of the nicest, nicest guys I've ever met. I thought you were going to say Brandon Graham. Oh, Brandon is a sweetheart. So I met Brandon this year for the first time um, at, at an Eagles event, at a, at a charity golf event. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, all of these guys, they got nothing to prove, right? When you're a professional athlete, I find this about all professional athletes. If you're six foot seven, six foot four, 250 pounds and can run a, run a Ford 240, like you're not, you got nothing to prove. So you're, they tend to be really nice guys. What was I like to hear Merrill Reese say your name? at the golf event. I mean, even you saying it right now, I just got chills again. Um, that was, uh, that was a surreal experience, just absolutely surreal. And I, I have that on my phone and I, I, I show it to my friends. Anybody outside of Philadelphia has no idea what I'm talking about, but I show it to my friends. <laughs> Welcome to Wrexham. This is, this is like truly awesome. What you guys did owning a team, um, and, and we're going to see this out with you on FX, and it also streams on Hulu. Uh, I, I want to end this because it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's amazing how you grew up close to the stadiums in South Philadelphia in a little tiny room to see where you have come. Is this one of the great underdog stories like Philadelphia sports, like Wrexham? Well, I can tell you, um, you know, I have had nothing but um, incredible support. Uh, and I've just been privileged and and fortunate over the years to just keep um, being surrounded by people who believed in me uh, and people who gave me nothing but unconditional love with boundaries and discipline um, all the way through. I went to Catholic school all the way up through high school in St. Joe's Prep. And um, I, and I and I truly believe that the people of Philadelphia um, made me into the person that I am. So anything that I do or have accomplished or the, or the father I've become uh, or the husband that I am or the man that I am is, is everything to do with the people of Philadelphia. So I'm I'm eternally grateful for that. Is there any project where they ask you to dial back the accent at all? You think I have an accent? <laughs> How yeah. do you say water? Water. Uh, no, I say I say water. See, you're a pro. <laughs> turn it well, on. Thank you so much. FX, welcome to Wrexham. It's fantastic, this project. You want to give us a go, Birds, before you go? Go, Birds. 
All right, Brandon Graham, Philadelphia's longest tenured pro athlete joining us now. Do you like to hear that or is that something I shouldn't say? You know what? You can, you can say whatever you want to say because I feel like when I play this year, it's going to be, you know, it's gonna, I'm going to feel good. So I don't feel like what you just said, like the longest tenure. So that's, I think that's, I don't know if you're calling me old or that's not. That's a compliment. Yeah, that's a good compliment. Yeah, that's that, cool. That's a compliment. And Fletcher Cox actually came out a couple weeks ago and said he thinks you're faster than before the injury. And he thinks this is the best you've looked in a couple years. Do you agree with that? You know what? Honestly, it, the work is not done. You know how I love how I started. I love how camp has been going for me. Um, just putting myself in a great position. You know, making sure that obviously, you know, my weight is good. Making sure that I'm just able to just do whatever they ask me to do. And man, I'm just having fun with it. So it's just me just taking the time to have fun with it. You know, so that's why I feel like I'm playing fast. The birds added key players at each level of the defense. Mm -hmm. Reddick. Kaiser White, James Bradbury. Yep. How is everything coming together on defense? Oh, it's coming together good, man. I, I can't wait to see how we really are in live action. I mean, we had a little glimpse uh, with Kaiser make catching the pick against the Jets, and we all was in full full go during that time. And you know, some some promising things that if we can keep it up and stay healthy, man, we gon' we, we we definitely can can build to you know something great. So I just I just know, man, you know, we got the team. Uh, to do what, what it is our plans are, that's to win it all, but we got to put the work in. It's interesting because last year you were underdogs for a lot of the year and that dog mentality, but now you've got some people picking you to win the division. So how has the mentality changed or how are you being coached up with, with that now? Well, you just don't, you just don't, you know, the people going to say what they're going to say. That's going to change one Man, we come out lose to the Lions. Oh man, we in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. however it go, like it's a it's a week to week it's a week to week game. Uh, and so you just got to make sure you take it week to week. Enjoy uh, when you're winning, you know, and try to correct yourself when you when you're losing, and just keep it keep it try to keep it even keel. And so I feel for us, we just can't get caught up in what everybody's saying. We just got to make sure we put the work in because it, it do feel good that people have a lot of trust in us this year, but. We should we should be the we should trust each other more than the trust that people have in us because they can go up and down. When the media is allowed to watch training camp practice, preseason games, when Eagles fans are allowed to watch that, we see what the defense is doing. Hassan Reddick's moving all over the place. But is there a lot that we don't see that you guys are working on? Oh yeah, it's a lot that y'all don't see. We can't give up. We can't show our whole hand, um, and that's every week. You know, we gotta make sure that we we keep something by surprise when we when we play in the different different teams and. Uh, obviously, you know, we want to win these games, so we got to make sure that we um, we, we come out uh, and execute, though, whatever it is that we're working on. So uh, I'm excited, man, because I think we got a smart team. I think we got a, a, a bond that's that's building right now. A lot of guys love love being here, and, man, I'm just, I'm just excited to see where, where we can go. Did it help getting away to Cleveland, Miami? Did it help for some team bonding? You guys hanging around the hotel, eating together? Oh yeah, we went out to eat. We did some some cooler stuff uh, together. A lot of lot, met some people, uh, family and friends that's uh, that's down here, and you, know, you just to see where they come from, uh, see what 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 um, what family life they came from and stuff like that. You you learn them even more. Um, you know when you do stuff certain stuff like that, especially guys that's from here, uh, from uh, Florida. You know what I'm saying, and got people close by that can you know kind of come around and so yeah man this is another opportunity to get to know your teammates and another opportunity to obviously enjoy uh, a great time because who don't want to be down here in Miami <laughs> <laughs> final question for you we talked about the defense and then when you look at the offense you've seen Dallas Goddard you've seen A.J. Brown Devontae Smith you see these playmakers in camp 
And everybody says the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in football. Jalen Hurts, how's the offense looking to you? No, they look good. I think Jalen Hurts, it starts with him. And um, I'm, I'm excited for him more than anything because I know he's been getting better each and every week. And, man, it's just – I just can't wait, man. I just can't wait to see it all be put together when we actually know what it is we're running, how they like to run, uh, with the team that we're playing, how they like to run their stuff, and how we going to, uh, what's the plan to try to, try to attack them and, and try to stop them. And it's kind of fitting, you coming off an injury, going back home for your first game back, right? It's set up, man. I say, I say definitely God has put it in <laughs> in order for me. And so I'm just, I just want to go out here, man, and and, and just enjoy one week at a time because, like I say, you never know your last game. But I'm hoping to be here all throughout the season so I can, you know, enjoy this. Enjoy this, what, what we're what we building right now. We appreciate the time as always, BG. Oh, yeah, let's go, baby.